Hello. All right. Are, are we on the air? Are we on the air? Hello. Hello. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. Fine. Where am I? Who am I? <clears throat> Happy uh, uh, hump day, is Friday. Right? It is Wednesday? Friday. Is, I can't no. believe. What is it? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, darling. No. It's yes. Friday. No. <laughs> this is the fr- isn't this Freaky yeah. Friday free throwing? Fr- oh. No. Right. Wait, have you been falling asleep for the week again? <laughs> it, it changed Wednesday? I was going to say, man, these weeks are flying yeah. by so fast. Now I'm no. feeling better. No, you just made no. my day. It's, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I'm here prepping for a Friday show, and it's Wednesday. How'd that happen? Oh. <laughs> mm Bless your cotton socks. I am. I. I. I wish I had some. <laughs> you know, if we if we get some contributors to show, I might be able to buy them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, uh, look into that. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you, you something know? in the mail. <laughs> please, please. Please. So hey, how are you folks, doing thanks. apart from that? Sorry, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. I'm doing fine, and and uh, and you and um. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm doing good. I hope you're doing fine too. Doing good over there. In yeah. The UK? Good. Yeah, I've good. I've hit that that midpoint, you know, in the week where it's kind of like, okay, so um, yeah, I've I've got past Monday and Tuesday. I'm starting to warm up a bit now on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, by Friday, I should be buzzing. <laughs> oh, I, 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 you know, I hope uh, you know all goes well between now and Friday, and you're and you're plenty buzzed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe we should change the subject. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't take you between you know seventy two hours to get buzzed. You know, I could usually no. do it in about you know twenty seconds or make twenty minutes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's you know uh, this being I guess it's a Wednesday show. Then I'm get together yeah. here, Andy. I'll tell you this is the Andy and Amanda show, folks. Here on live on Block Talk Radio. You're welcome to join us here during our program at five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. For all those listening to the podcast on to various platforms, welcome aboard our podcast. That being the case. And uh, you are tuned into the Andy and Amanda show. We are a live internet talk radio show, and we talk about all sorts of things from um, how the grass grows to to uh, what else do we talk about? We talk about gardening, gardening. What else do we talk about? Hmm. Sports cars, uh, politics. Yes, we did talk about that. Yes, movies. Mm-hmm. And that's all, folks. That's about it. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we uh, we talk about a lot of different things. I'm not uh, blaming anybody for that. Well, good thing, you know? Good thing. Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an exciting day today, uh, only in that... Um, we're just a few days. In, in the UK, they're going to allow experimental hunt, uh, not <laughs> hunting. What? Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
environmental hunting. They're going to um, allow uh, hugging, hugging, not hunting, hu- hugging, experimental hugging, close arms, like arms reach, hugging, something like that, where you are. Have yeah. you heard that over there? Uh, experimental hugging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was mentioned in the, <laughs> in the news about um, ways to hug. Um, yeah. They're doing a whole I, big I, thing I, here. Yeah, I mean, um, there's like, uh, I just, I, one way of hugging for me, I guess, but I guess, um, I guess mm. they've got other ideas. So, I mean, you know, stand there and just extend your arms a little, maybe pat each other on the back, get a little close, I don't know. A little, yeah, well, you know, things are open, things are loosening up. I mean, you know, our UK numbers are go. are UK, <laughs> are UK, I swear it's the Friday show. I was going to see our UK, our UK numbers are going way down. Where's, where's Cornell? Our UK uh, uh, COVID numbers are going way down. And um, uh, things are, are starting to look uh, positive in terms of some type of, of, of return to somewhat of a normal uh, existence uh, in many countries, not in all. Some are actually getting worse, you know, or, but m- many are, are getting much better in terms of infections of the coronavirus. And that's, of course... Yeah. Yeah, a very positive thing. Um, Boris Johnson, as you may, I'm sure already know, um, was asked about uh, are they going to uh, investigate the handling of the coronavirus? You know, kind of look back now and say how how was this handled? How was it investigated? How did they react? And we have yeah. a clip of of him reacting accordingly right here. Will the Prime Minister tell this House if during this session of Parliament? He will set up the public inquiry into the government's handling of COVID that he promised me in this house last June. Uh, I, I can certainly say that we will do that within this uh, within this session. Yes, that's absolutely. Uh, uh, and I've made, I've made that I've made that clear before. We will we will we will we will we will we will we will. I, I do believe that it's essential uh, that we have a full proper public inquiry into into. Uh, uh, into the COVID pandemic, and uh, I, I've been clear with the House uh, before. Yes, so whatever that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, 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 into, into. Uh, uh. <laughs> he does have a habit of um, pausing quite a lot and repeating his words over, but then I guess. I have those moments where I'm on here talking and I, I say the same thing mm. twice. I've noticed I do that sometimes. What? It's weird. Do what? But do what? I say do something, what? yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Do what? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you now? Do you now? Yeah. Catch myself mm. doing that from time to time. I'm like, what? What was that about? Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. you out! I'm clean Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I'm forcing the, the evils that make that happen out out of you, you know. Perhaps what happened is that what we did uh, brought it about. Could be. Could be. Mm, it could, could be, be indeed. I, I hate There's when that happens. Crazy. I want to thank our. We've invited uh, we've invited Dick Nixon to uh, to participate in the show if he can reach to us uh, occasionally and uh, comment accordingly. He's been become a fan of our show, as you know. 
Yeah. And we reached we reached out to him. It's very difficult to establish that connection sometimes, but you know, when he can, he, he can chime in. Dick, if you're listening, you're you're free to chime in accordingly. And um, yes, yes, here absolutely. at the Anthony Mander Show. So again, everybody, welcome aboard. And uh, there's some news going on. I know here in the uh, in the U.S., uh, Liz Cheney, the daughter of the former vice president, um, was ousted uh, from her leadership role in the Republican conference, which made she was the number three person in um, the Republican uh, party in the, in the Congress in the conference. And um, she stood up for the truth. She stood up for the fact, and this is a fact that the election was not stolen, that Joe Biden won the election fair and square, and not only in the electoral vote, but by over seven or almost eight million popular votes. And this goes back to November. And the uh, the myth and the lie that the election was stolen has continued to be propagated by Donald Trump. It was initiated by no one else but Donald Trump himself way back you know, before the election ever happened, months before when he saw the horrific numbers that were not in his favor and said the only way Democrats could win would be if it was stolen, and continued that story, which eventually became a lie after the election. And Liz Cheney got up and said, uh, no, uh, it, it is a lie. Uh, we as Republicans have got to get our act together. We've got to stand up for democracy, stand up for what this country is. And, um, and, and she also voted for his conviction upon his second impeachment. Um, and because of that, and she's also, um, I might add, very, as many of you probably know, very, very conservative, one of the most conservative voices in the House. But because she spoke up for truth, because she spoke up for integrity, because she spoke up for democracy, what this country is, because she spoke up uh, saying that it was a lie, that the election was stolen, her fellow Republicans removed her from office. Instead, replaced her with somebody who um, swore by Donald Trump and what Donald Trump said in the election being stolen, which again, it was not. And uh, and her voting record in, in Congress is very moderate, very, very moderate. Cheney is much more conservative. And if you want, so what the Republicans did is they took out Cheney because she stood up uh, against, uh, you know, stood up for integrity and against what Donald Trump said about the big lie. Uh, although she had an impeccable uh, voting record as a conservative, that is, replaced her with somebody more liberal. Who, but forget that voting record. She was an ally of Donald Trump's. And the interesting thing is, all of her speeches and her her talks and her conferences uh, that she made and the interviews that she provided and gave to the media and to constituents and to uh, to adoring fans during her campaigns um, were not so complimentary of Donald Trump the whole time until Donald Trump became president. Then she uh, bow faced and she began to lie as well to stay in the good graces of Donald Trump and um, and took over. She was voted into Cheney's spot. Now, who's the Republican Party? Who, who are they? What do they stand for? I think the Republican Party right now is void of, of anything and everything. I, I, it doesn't exist right now. Um, yeah. Great if you're a Democrat, uh, but not so great as well because we, we here in the United States um, are proud of our predominantly two-party system, Republicans and Democrats. And occasionally we have third parties and, and so forth, and we're aware of that. And they have every right to do what they do if they get enough people on board to support whatever the cause might be. And they go ahead and run in campaigns and elections. Terrific. But primarily, we are a two-party system here. We have Republicans and Democrats. And each, you know, uh, each has, uh, you know, believes in their values and the core uh, platform. And uh, you can't, you know, you, one could be a fan of one or might think one is a better direction for our country than the other. But the, the way the Republican Party has evolved since the 
Trump presidency and thereafter has been an utter disgrace uh, for that party. It's ruined that party, and I wouldn't be surprised if the true Republicans, the Mitt Romneys, the Liz Cheneys, and so forth, um, come out and and, um, and and take the Republican Party uh, back, and the Trump Party becomes just that, a third party of some sort, and all these folks that want to believe in these and live in these uh, fallacies of, of lies and conspiracy mm. theories are welcome yeah. to do so and go ahead. And if that's how you live your life, believing in something that's not true, um, then and, and you guide yourself accordingly to something that's based on a fake story, I don't know how you do it. Shame on you, really, especially something something this significant, really. There, there, there's never, ever been any – there's 60, 60 lawsuits with uh, brought before Republican judges, brought before Republican election officials, appointees of Donald Trump – uh, have all been laughed out of courts, have been denied and, and been heard and, and, and not been brought forward because they were, there's no fact, there's no basis of them being able to be brought forward. The, the fact, their fact that the election was stolen was a lie, and some people actually still believe it. With, with yeah. you know, just unbelievable. To this day, to this day, was it five months or whatever since the election? Did it, to, to, since uh, um, Biden's taken off it, taken office? Five months now? Yes. Wow. Right? That's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and they still believe to this day that the uh, – and some, not all, believe that um, the election – that there was enough fraud during the election that would overturn 8 million votes and put the, give the election to Donald Trump. 8 million votes, including my vote and others. <laughs> overturn doesn't mean anything. No significance. Yeah. So your your vote shouldn't be accounted if you voted if you didn't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, um, and now and now since right. then, what have they done? And 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 eight of the or seven of the eight, something like that. Yeah. Uh, presidential election presidential elections in this country, if they were dictated by the popular vote, not the electoral college, but by the popular vote, would have gone towards the Democratic candidate, not the Republican. They're, the Democrats in this country far outweigh the number of Republican registrations. And a fair number of those Democrats happen to be minorities, happen to be working class, happen to be middle class, or, or sometimes very well-educated professors who've studied, who, who are doctorates in, in various fields, who know history and, and politics and mechanisms and economics, and they're Democrats. Why? Why the Democrats? And, and those in, in middle class, working class, uh, union workers uh, who, make up, who make up the core backbone of this country uh, happen to be Democrats. Why? Why are they Democrats? And what's happening now, since, since and, and most of the presidential election would have gone towards, the, you know, Republicans would not have had any presidents in the past eight elections if it were based upon the popular vote. So yeah. what are the Republicans doing now since, um, since Biden's victory? They, it won the most secure, the most fair election in our nation's history happened in 20, November 2020. The most secure, wow. the most fair election in our nation's history happened in November of 2020 when Joe Biden was elected president. And that is a fact. Anything contrary to that point. is a lie. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. And... Um, and poll watchers and poll counters, and they and three you know three times it costed millions of dollars. The Republicans said no, no. Uh, we saw people, trash trucks pull up with uh, suitcases of of ballots. Uh, Dominion voting systems. Uh, uh, people hacked, got in there and and flipped flipped votes uh, for Trump to Biden. 
Give me what you're saying is that more people voted for Donald Trump than Joe Biden, and even the num the numbers in months and months and months, year in advance, said that that uh, that Trump was the most unpopular president in our nation's history. That he he was never popular. He was always in a minority, and and because of Donald Trump, you Republicans, you lost the House, you lost the Senate, and you lost the Oval Office because of Donald Trump. What is the deal here? What is your problem? What is your yeah. what is your infatuation with this fucking moron lying incompetent fraud of a of a president and a businessman? What is your infatuation with this man? I want to know. Five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Call us. Let us know. I want to know. Uh, I'm, I'm think that the thing with people with these conspiracies is nobody. These I say nobody. That's a sweeping statement. Okay, I take that back. Many people these days do not put in the effort to research all sides of every story. They see something, it sparks this this um, will to turn in them, this anger, this, oh, I, I could have been betrayed. And suddenly they feel betrayed and then they start to believe um, what could be a lie rather than the actual truth. But nobody really wants to put in all the effort to research exactly what all the real facts are and cover every angle to make up their own minds. They, you know, this, this conspiracy is very appealing. It, it, it provides a lot of uh, points that trigger those emotions and thoughts in us that, you know, leading us into a new direction. And uh, that can be very, very appealing and, and sexy to, to certain people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they get caught up in that. And I think that, you know, the, like anything, if you go on Facebook, it's a classic example. There's so many people sharing posts on Facebook, and because their friend has posted it and they trust their friend, they believe that post to be, you know, everything within that post to be legit and a fact. And then I've yeah. noticed comments underneath saying, well, actually, if you go to the original post, people have commented underneath with links and how this is fake, it's false, it's been debunked. And, um, or, you know, there's been a, a misinformation, but people share it because they see it immediately and they don't have the time. They don't want to take the time to really look into it. And they just like, I'm going to share this because, wow, it's just hit me. That, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that's, that's made me angry. It's, you know, made me mm-hmm. sad or whatever it is. So, and I think it's the same with voting as well. Yep. You know, I've noticed with you know, the whole thing with Brexit was a classic example. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when Boris Johnson got in as well, it was just everybody was jumping all over the bandwagon. Nobody was doing their research. They were arguing all these angles, but nobody was really covering all bases. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so easy to be misled. So, so easy. And we just got to so take easy. that moment to say, is this real? You know, it's, you know I'll, I'll rewind what you said, which is very interesting, um, early on, um, in that you said something to the extent that um, – they don't. They won't believe the facts. They won't take the time to investigate and blah blah blah. But yeah. actually, in their minds, they did do that, and they they believe the investigations done by people like Sidney Powell, this this right wing, batty, loony, uh, what insurance attorney or something like that, who 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 came out saying how the election was a fraud and it was uh, stolen and blah 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 and and, and right. Got up in front of podiums. Remember, remember her, you know, uh, and others. Uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani, you know, um, yeah. who remember he got up in front of the porn star and filled it up, uh, the porn star, <laughs> porn store, <laughs> the porn, <laughs> <laughs> in front of the porn star, 
the porn sto- store in Northeast Philadelphia and, and, and with the oil running out of his head there when he gave that press conference about the, the election being stolen. These are, these are so in their minds, they are the facts that our yeah. own United States of America Department of Justice, uh, Trump's own attorney, of course, he wasn't his attorney, uh, uh, William Barr. He was the, the attorney general of the United States of America, but for all intents and purposes, he behaved as though he was Trump's attorney. He, in his own department, the Department of Justice, said this was the most secure, safe election. There was no evidence of fraud, certainly no evidence that would overturn an election. It doesn't yeah. and didn't and never has existed. It does not exist. It did not. It does. And judges and federal judges, Supreme Court, Department of Justice, attorney generals, both state, local and national. No evidence exists. But instead, these people believe, quote unquote, facts presented by people like Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and other right wing conservative media sources like Newsmax and Fox and others that have gone on to perpetuate this lie and, and, and yeah. made it made it true so they had something to believe in, something to dive in. You know, and, and we talked on the show um well, you know, way back, maybe even during the, the campaign elections, uh of how uh, we talked about cults and how people join cults and what is it about a cult leader that attracts people, that, that became, becomes these people's savior, and they give up everything, and they give all their monies and their homes and real estate to some leader that's going to deliver them to the promised land or whatever, and you know uh, they drink poison to kill themselves because he says so. You know, the, the, what, what is – it's a form of brainwashing, I guess. It's a form of brainwashing. It is, and I guess you could argue, Andy, if we look at it on the flip side, that the mm-hmm. whole – system of government is in a sense a cult because we pay and we trust mm-hmm. in a system that is telling us all these things that we need to trust in them and that they're going to do this for us and do that for us and we happily pay our taxes and all these things so in a sense somebody could quite easily come back at us and say well actually this could be seen as a cult too it's like where it, do you it, draw the line it, it can but here's my question regarding that we have yeah. the power to vote we, if we don't like what yes. somebody's telling us and what somebody's saying what's doing we can vote them out yeah so we don't have to listen to everything they say, and they're in forever, and follow them because you know what? I don't agree, and this is what you told yeah. us when you ran. So I'm voting you out of here. Yeah. Right. We voted yeah. Donald Trump out of office. His cult is still there. Yes. Right. Yeah. He's president, he's he's president yeah. of the United States of America. Now, yeah. now, granted, his popularity has shrank significantly. He doesn't have anywhere near the weight he had at one time. As yeah. as odd as fictitious as that weight was, and, and based on lies, thousands and thousands of lies that he told is even before he took office, right? And they still yeah. followed him. So Donald Trump, yeah. bow down to this guy, swear to this guy. What the hell is it with this guy who's failed at every single business he started, all into bankruptcy, left many small businesses, hundreds of small business owners hanging, not paying them, imported yeah. all the steel for his buildings from China, Hired immigrant workers to these contractors hired immigrant workers to do their building and so forth. I mean, one lie, one one any investigation you do into to Donald Trump comes up. Uh oh! All all the people around him had were, had having uh, their own attorneys to protect yeah. them. Yeah. Some were indicted and went to jail. Some were indicted and he and he gave them a pardon so they wouldn't go to jail of of, yeah. of crimes they they pleaded guilty for. They pleaded guilty, so there's no hearing? Yes, I'm guilty of that. What's my sentence? Oh, Donald Trump, you don't have to go to jail for that. I'm president. I'm going to pardon you for that. 
What yes. the hell? Yes. And then his and his <laughs> fan base turn, supports him and applauds him. Yeah. And, and, and was any a... of his fan base were any of his fan base affected by any of his bankruptcies? So you got stuck for the money you spent for the payroll you had to pay for the suppliers you had to pay to do things on behalf of Donald Trump, and you never got paid because he declared bankruptcy and left you hanging and maybe put you out of business. Yeah. Are any of you are you any Trump fans? And and I can't even say Trump supporters because the guy. The guy does not have an angel's chance in hell of ever be seeing the over office again. It ain't going to happen. And what I want to do is I want to play a little, uh, a little, or uh, uh, I don't want to, uh, 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 little. Uh, uh, that's all, folks. No, 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 no. no. Uh, here we go. Uh, here's Liz Cheney after being ousted from her position as the uh, Republican conference leader, the number three post in the in the uh, Republican. Party in the House. Here's Liz Cheney. We uh, uh, have had the, the conference meeting. Uh, I uh, am absolutely committed, as I said last night, uh, and as I said just now to my colleagues, uh, that we must go forward uh, based on truth. We cannot both uh, embrace the big lie and embrace the Constitution. And going forward, uh, the nation needs it. The nation needs a strong Republican Party. Uh, the nation needs a party that, uh, that is based upon fundamental principles of conservatism. And I am committed and dedicated to ensuring uh, that that's how this party goes forward, and I plan to lead the fight to do that. Congresswoman, how concerned are you that former President Trump might end up back in the Oval Office, and what are you prepared to do to prevent it? Uh, I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, we have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution. Uh, and I think it's very important that we make sure whomever we elect is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution. Last question. Hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> this is one of the most conservative voices in the Republican Party, the House member Liz Cheney, who was ousted from her position, still a member of Congress <laughs> and until uh, 2022, and what will happen there, we don't know. I'm sure she'll get reelected. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Maybe yeah. they'll oust her because she... Uh, but by then, I'm sure that... Uh, you know, my, my feeling is, and I don't know this, of course, but I'm going to make a prediction, as as I did... A year ago, as to who was going to win the election, and I, I was right. And as a matter of fact, we hit the we hit the numbers, um, the electoral numbers, as to how far in advance Biden would be of Trump. One year ago, actually a little thirteen months ago, predicted yeah. the electoral college to the penny, to the exact count. However, off by two million votes as to how popular Biden would would be. I think he won by over seven million votes. We predicted five million votes. So off by two yeah. million. Hmm. I'm proud of that. I'm proud Sounds of being a nice surprise. Proud, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we hit the, so, so my prediction is, based on what is going on, based on raids of Giuliani's office and house, based on uh, Cyrus Vance's work, uh, the uh, lower district of New York uh, attorney, U.S. attorney's investigation into Trump's uh, allegations of uh, money laundering and tax fraud and, and telling the loan institutions – um, when he's applying for millions of dollars of loans, how great his business is doing, but then the next day flipping the coin to the IRS and getting out of paying taxes by saying how bad he's doing and all the losses he's incurred. That's illegal. 
That's a, that's a felony. That's a crime. And uh, Vance is going after him. And I think he's going to have enough to indict. I think he's going to have enough to indict. And I see. I think as the summer draws closer, I think we're going to see some indictments to Donald Trump. I really, really. Now, whether he'll ever spend a day in jail, eh, that I don't know. But I believe he'll be indicted. I think Rudy Giuliani is going to be indicted for his dealings in uh, Ukraine. And, uh, and, uh, and not only that, but there's also some the the uh, attorney general in the state of Georgia is going after Trump now investigating whether there is a, a, a crime was committed uh, when Trump went to uh, Georgia and said, uh, find me 11,180 votes to overturn the Georgia Electoral College uh, uh, election of, of Joe Biden. Um, also crime, felony, felony. Yeah. So yeah. one way or another, and there's a couple other lawsuits too, this one we talked about. But anyway, one way or another, my prediction as the summer or early summer, as the summer goes, draws closer, we're going to see some indictments against Donald Trump. And I think, uh, I think he knows he's in hot water, especially since they came closer to Rudy Giuliani in the raid of his, his house and his office. And, uh, and I think uh, – and that, that, as we talked about on the show again, um, Giuliani went to the Trump campaign to Trump office and said, uh, hey, you got to help me with my legal bills. I did this for you, pal. I did this for you. you got to help yeah. me defend. you got to help pay for some of my defense here because what yeah. I think might happen and what would normally would happen in this kind of case, Giuliani does not want to go to jail because if they find him guilty – for acting as a foreign agent, he's going to spend a good amount, you know, the bulk of, of the rest of his life behind bars. Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, right? The, the former attorney yeah. to Donald Trump, the former candidate yeah. for president of the United States. So I think what's going to happen when it comes right down to you're facing an indictment, a federal grand jury indictment, possibility of found guilty on that indictment of going to jail. And you want help from a from a higher power that can that can if and if you don't get that help, well you know what you're gonna start squealing like a pig, squealing like a pig, <laughs> squealing like a pig, to get your ass out of jail and out of trouble, and you'll 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 talk. Hey, Trump put me up to this. Trump sent me to Ukraine. Da da da. Okay, keep talking, pal. Keep going. Every every time you say something, you're knocking ten years off your sentence, or maybe we'll just not give you a sentence. You keep you keep cooperating with us. You know, there might, there might be some financial fines and whatever else, but you, you talk and, and if, uh, what, if you can provide evidence to what you're saying being true and that Donald Trump put you up to this, this, this and that, and that's where we need to go. You know, when they, when they indict a mafia member, they don't, cons- they don't care about the mafia member. They want to go to the kingpin of the mafia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They want to go to the head. So you, you screw like a pig. <laughs> and you know, I would do that right now, but uh, I don't think my throat could take it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pass on that one. <laughs> oh my but yeah, you've made some valid points there, definitely. You know, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out with Trump. I think everybody's going to be like, oh, he's going to get off with it again. You know, all these things. Um, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. He will. What's your thoughts? You think he's going to get away with these things? Do you foresee him being, you know, having to pay the price? I, I, yeah, I think I think Nixon is uh, <laughs> going to be. <laughs> I I am the president. I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I am the president. I am the greatest president. Um, no, I um, <laughs> I, I um, thank you, Dick. No, I think um, I think that um, uh, that. 
uh, Trump is going to be indicted. Yeah. Now, part of that think, is yeah. is wishful thinking within the conversation that we've that so many have had that no one, not even the president of the United States, is above the law. No I think it would certainly help the right. to be to show the public that you know if you 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 go against the system, if you go against um, morals mm-hmm. and, and all these kind of things that you know we all have, and the way things are set up that you know. You should be made an example of if you exploit mm-hmm. them, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you have so much power. Being mm-hmm. the president, you shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. I mean, Boris Johnson is currently under fire at the moment for some financial things that he's um, he's taken on. So basically, he was doing up his flat at number ten, and um, mm. they were accusing him of what's, all this what's, money what's, coming in, and where was it coming from? Yeah. What's what's number nine? I want to know. That'd be interesting. Mm. Fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that Here's like a rating series? Coming in at number 10. <laughs> <laughs> I just called him president. I mean, prime minister. See, I'm talking about so Trump so number much. Does have some kind of significance? Is that what you come over there? Hey, how's number 10 doing? Well, today in the news, number 10 is um, Well, I guess um, I'm sure people have heard of number 10. So number 10, Dining Street, is the place where um, Boris Johnson resides. That's where a lot of the um, stuff goes down that he works on and obviously goes into Parliament, the House of Parliament, to do more official things. But no, number 10 is is his residence. So, um, hmm. yeah. It, it's, oh, is that 10 Downing Street? Is that 10, 10 yes. Downing Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Number okay, 10 Downing nice, Street, nice. yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. So, um, yep. yeah, he's, he's have you ever, have you ever been there? Them. Have you been there? I've, I've never been personally, no, darling. I've been there, you, yes. You've never not, been invited? Not number 10. No. You've never I've been invited? Disgusted. No. Oh. Not for tea. Oh, not the for cucumber sandwiches. Nothing. The knife. <laughs> no. It's quite ridiculous. You mean I'm Andy, disgusted, Andy. Andy. The Andy and Amanda Show, Amanda, Amanda of the Andy and Amanda Show has yet to be invited to number 10 Downing Street. I'm deeply, deeply, deeply concerned about that. I but, know. Mm-hmm. It's, mm. it's outrageous, darling. Outrageous. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I should mm. be complaining. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, yes. So Bart's, uh, Boris, uh, what's his name? Boris? Boris uh, Badenov? What's his name? Boris? Uh, is it Boris? Or Boris, Boris? Spider. I mean, sorry, no. Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Is it Boris yeah. or Boris? Boris. Well, I call him Was Boris. It? I don't know if anybody else calls him Boris. You, well, that's a question boring. Why is his hair always <laughs> yeah. such a mess? Don't you feel like just getting up and combing his hair? I, you know... I, is that is I that something you folks talk about? Him. Do you ever notice whenever you get, he gets up in front of the house or what are you talking about? His hair is all disheveled like he just got out of bed. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, comb your fucking hair. You know, I'm asking too much. You're fucking leader of one of the greatest and biggest countries. You know, what, why? Fucking comb your hair. Jesus Christ. Uh, I remember the days when he did comb his hair, you know, when he used to play tennis and stuff. Although it was still a little loose in his days of tennis. But, um, yeah, when he, he became uh, mayor in, in London, he, he, you know, changed a little bit. It started to get a bit raggedy on top. And now it's just uh, it's a nice flyaway. And, uh, yeah, I think he's gone for the, the gone with the wind look. Um, I don't know what that's about. I mean, yeah, I see pictures of him and think, you know, I would love to just sort his hair out right now, but you know, I think that's my OCD. <laughs> but you, do you guys talk about that over there? That the guy's just his hair's always disheveled. Oh, probably, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's uh, been a topic of conversation with many people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I, I, I just, I just saw some clips of him, and I'm like, you know, 
I mean, that's I care. I mean, I, I'm not here. I, look, I'm not one to talk. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, believe me. Um, <laughs> but um, um, especially, I've, you know, did I tell you, I, I haven't had a haircut since before COVID. I thought you, you you said you was talking about having your hair cut. I didn't know if you'd had it cut yet or not. I didn't get it cut. No, I tr- I trim it myself okay. just the front so it stays off my face. I just take a scissors and go, <laughs> you know, when it gets in a way I can't see anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Part the curtains. I'm like, who, who, who turned out the lights? Who turned out the lights? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the sun is out. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So I get them scissors. I go zip, zap, and tear my face to shreds at the same time. I'm like, woo. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go careful. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm Mm-mm. sure you've been told wrong to play with scissors. Hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. No, and then I take them scissors and I just go. <laughs> so how long is your hair now, Andy? If you, it, it's it's way beneath my shoulder. My uh, luckily for me, my hair is mm. kind of wavy and curly. Now, it used to be when my younger years it used to be like not not Art Garfunkel curly, but wavy curly. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. so even when it was really longer, it would kind of shape. Naturally, oh. we just take all curl. So now, as I've gotten older, a lot of that those curls, we want to call them, have have kind of it kind of straightened out a little bit. But it still has enough curl, so I can bounce it up if I need to look, make it look shorter. I could still like yeah. put my hands behind my neck and just bounce my hair up a little bit, and it'll stay there. It just kind of curls up and stays behind, <laughs> you know. But but if I fold it down, let me just check it yeah. for a second. Let me see. Let me see. If you want on video here, it is. If I hold my head straight, it is down to. My shoulders, maybe a little beyond my shoulders. Wow! wow. Very Isn't cool. that something? It is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking it. You know, at my, at my age, at 92 years old, I still have hair like mine. You know, <laughs> that's that's impressive. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my hair starting to thin, Andy. I mean, come on. Is it? Yeah, my the top, of my yeah. Is it really? Is your hair? You, you, you. I like your hair. I like your hair. Oh, thank you. You look good. I, I've always I like had it. the. Fine hair. I follow my family for that. Also, yeah. my father had very fine hair. My mum's got fine hair, but she's got a lot of it, so it looks quite thick. Right. But I've always had um, slightly thicker hair when I was younger. However, now, you know, it's a typical thing, isn't it? When you get older, your hair starts to thin out a bit. And I'm like, no, I've already got thin hair as it is. I want more, damn it. <laughs> what, what is the longest you've had your hair in your life? Uh, my hair was down to, I say, just below the middle of my back. Oh, I love that. That's sexy. Yeah. That's really sexy. Yeah. That's really sexy. That is really sexy. That is like... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm-hmm. one day I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of coping with this, this length of hair, this, this cut it all. What is that poker stick again? It <laughs> <laughs> was really hard. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> So yeah. Yes, but I'm um, I'm gonna come I'm gonna come fix your hair. Here I come to save the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna fix it, Andy? How are you gonna do that? I'm going to. Hmm, what can I do? Uh, I'm. Uh, let me think. I'm picturing you right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're very pretty, you know. You're very pretty. Oh, that's very sweet you of you. You yeah. truly are. You can open your eyes now. It's the reality. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I think. Um, no, what would I do? What would I do to your hair? That's the question. What would Don't I ask do? me. Ask China that question. <laughs> oh, China. Mm. Mm. 
God bless. <laughs> <They might know. laughs> I get yeah. the wig, right? You can always bring a wig. No, no. I would. I, I like your hair. I like it. I, I like your hair like Keith Richards. Like Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like Keith Richards, or I should have it like Keith Richards. Because <laughs> now I need to decide whether I'm insulted or not. <laughs> give me a moment while I make up my mind. Let me, let me think. Let me think here. Uh, let me think here. Let me think here. No, I think you 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 with a Keith Richards haircut. You know, holding the guitar. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, I'll look into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh, Andy. I'm just thinking. I'm just coming up with some ideas. Mm-hmm. Or how about Mr. T? How about Mr. T? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you want to do any cleaning in your house, just bend your head down and just move it on the oh. walls and then on the sides. <laughs> you're like so much brush, fun. Isn't it? You're so, isn't she fun, folks? That's Amanda, oh. my co-host. She's great. Amanda, oh. love. Amanda, love. Thank hey, you. I don't even think we said who we are. Do we? Talk, we do every, We're like we're like forty-five minutes into our show, and we never said who we were. They're better off not knowing. Hey, you know, oh, um, okay. yeah. <laughs> we're we're also going to dive into. Uh, we we promised the folks, um, our listeners. We we had some callers last uh, week. Was the last show or both? Whatever it was, we talked about uh, going behind the scenes. We talked about some yes. of our, our favorite uh, our favorite. I was going to say our favorite clicks. I am having the, trub- the troublous problem. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm having a troublous problem getting together today. <laughs> I'm having the troublous problem. <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, this is not Kleinenberg. Obviously. Thank you. Oh, Lord, bless you. Well, you did think better. it was Friday and not Wednesday. So I did. I didn't, you know, we understand. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Um, um, the behind no. the scenes. Of you know, we don't use wind. We use actually. We actually use. Ah, mm-hmm. another natural kind of wind. Yes. Didn't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever have the walking farts? <laughs> I uh, of course I've experienced that. Yeah, of course. And then I you, know, you time- get those really. Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, I, I was at a boat show one time, walking by all these dealers and, and people with boats, and walking down the dock. And suddenly, I had a case of the walking farts. So you take a step and so, <laughs> as you're walking down, the, <laughs> as you're walking down the dock, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you I'd get those moments pick. where you you don't yeah. you know don't you've got anything there and you bend over and it's like oh my goodness where did that yeah. come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're talking farts here on the Andy Amanda Show. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we, not, we talk right? about things that a lot of times a lot of people on the radio and TV are, are don't like to talk about, you know, like uh, doggy style for sure. Yeah, you know I mean, we talk about things. We t- we don't hold nothing back. You know what I'm saying? We hold nothing this back. Is true. Even wind, you know? apparently. Even even the wind. <laughs> even the wind. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, our um, our uh, 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 oh yeah. Uh, before we get into our scary movie reviews, we have to. Do you believe in ghosts? Mm-hmm. That question comes up again. You know, I don't know. Mm. I yeah, uh, I I I do, and a lot of people think I'm crazy. But um, 
it's only because of uh, experiences I've had since a child. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, people will say, oh, yeah, well, you, you're just imagining it or you think you've seen something. It's like, well, until you actually witness something for yourself. And, yeah, okay, it can't be explained. And it's, po- it's possible that somebody can explain the very things that I've experienced. But I, they've been so varied and so mm-hmm. many different circumstances that, you know, it does leave uh, it open for debate as to what I actually experienced. And uh, maybe on one show I'll explain some of my spooky experiences I've had, but uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we, we've had some, we've had some. I, I forget who uh, I forget who, but uh, we've had some guests. You think I would know? We've had some guests on the show. When we started. We dove into that. I remember we, we uh, ah remember we 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 went into that. We talked about. I forget who the guest was. Fascinating. God, it was a great show. Yeah, it was a yeah. Great show. I don't know who Definitely. the guest was. I'm sorry to say it was, it was I, wonderful. I'm, I tried you remember to remember who the guest was? Was it no. their, uh, Liz Cheney? No. Oh. Mm. No. Mm. Who could have been? I don't know. Hmm. Mm. Maybe it was well, hey, I'm drawing. Yeah, yeah. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we should. We, yeah. we will. We will. We'll bring it up again. But um, uh, the uh, I think it's time now. We're going to go behind the scenes of one of the all-time highest-rated horror flicks um, yes. after this message. <laughs> you Unclean spirit! Shut up, your ass! In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ! It is he who commands you! He who commands you! Prince of heaven to the depths of hell! Fuck him! Be gone! Fuck him, Garrus! From Fuck this him. creature of God! I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Begone! In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, by this sign of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Damien! Amen. Ah. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Defender of the human race. Oh, look down in pity. You killed your mother. Unless your servant. You left her alone. Raise the Shut up. I'll never forgive you. Shut up. Master. Oh. Master. Oh. 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 I command you by the judge of the living and the dead to depart from the servant of God. It's the power. Holy water. It's the power of Christ that compels you. I think this was a blessing from God. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute. The power of Christ compels you. What do you have to lose? I'll say it again. What do you have to lose? Take it. Hydroxychloroquine. Try it, if you'd like. That the power of Christ compels you. A lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. The power of Christ compels you. If I lose to him, I don't know what I'm going to do. I will never speak to you again. The power of Christ compels you. I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. The power of Christ compels you. And is there a way we can do something like that? Uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning. The power of Christ. 
compels you. I view it as a badge of honor. If we were testing a million people instead of 14 million people, we would have far fewer cases. The power of Christ compels you. Sick woman, she's got a lot of problems, a lot of mental problems. The power of Christ compels you. I'm Julia Child. Bon appetit. The power of Christ compels you. Who am I? Why am I here? The power of Christ compels you. If you would just lean back and relax. Okay. <laughs> You're a contemptible lowlife for talking this way. Good. The power of Christ compels you. I'm hearing it. The power of Christ mm. compels you. Mm. You mm. mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and I feel compelled to say that that movie scared the show of me when I was a kid. Mmm. <laughs> though? God, yes. this the is... Majestic Christ. Oh, jeez. Is this well done or what? God the Father. It is. Commands you. God the Son. Commands you. It will continue, I guess, for a period of time. Be like a pig. Be like a pig. Be <laughs> <laughs> like a pig. They said that. The other would be gone. Here I come to save the day. Here's Johnny. Be like a pig. Ooh. You have no power here. Be gone before somebody drops the house on you. Very well. I'll bide my time. And as for you, my fine lady, it's true, I can't attend you here and now as I'd like. But just try to stay out of my way. Just try. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. That <laughs> 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 actually sounds like she's breaking wind, <laughs> Yeah, there we go. There we go. There it is. You have no power here. Be gone. Sick, stupid, ridiculous, obnoxious, vulgar, disgusting, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Guilty before the whole human race. Where's Mary Poppins the Lord when you need her? You. That is, is that Mar- this is Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> it's just very pop. It's just a spoonful of sugar. Oh God, I'm gonna have fun with the clip. Hey, uh, 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 uh. Amanda, get, uh, uh, get Hey, guess what I'm gonna do? <laughs> uh, I wonder. I think I've got something in mind. Yes. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, me too, baby. Ooh, in the deepest way. I mean, in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> so am I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to uh, take, yeah. we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have some fun with this clip, not for this show, yeah. come up time, but we're going to yeah. dive back. I'm going to play this again. Maybe Friday's show. Cause it's freaky Friday. Yeah. Show. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned folks. And watch with the power of, Watch what the power of the Andy Demander show was able to do with the movie The Exorcist on the next American Idol. Oh, I'm sorry, on the next. <laughs> <laughs> 
Andy the power of the Andy Amanda, Amanda show compels you. The power of the Andy <laughs> Amanda show. Just watch what we do with this clip on their, uh, what would it be, on Friday. On Friday. So, yeah. so come back and visit us again on Friday, um, folks, because we're going to have some fun. Anyway, what we're diving yeah. into now, uh, what we said we were going to do, as, as we've done with other uh, shows, is um, going behind the scenes of the making of some of these movies. And thanks to the yeah. amazing work done by Amanda Love in the U.K., um, overlooking what she's looking at, um, she's able to <laughs> give us some facts about yeah. the making of that film. So, yeah. I have, have? About, I have about 30. If we've got time for 30, I can run through them quickly. Or we I have can time for, let me see one. here, we have time for 29. Go ahead. 29 and a half? Uh, 20, no, okay. 29? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Sold. 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 Right. sold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with this one. So, uh, we'll go from 30 all the way down to number one. So, a priest was asked to bless the set after it caught on fire. Uh, there were many uh, occurrences that took place in the film of the movie, and um, people were led to believe <clears throat> the set was haunted because the set caught on fire. And uh, the set was being used for the McNeil House, um, which caught on fire and which delayed production Jeez. for six weeks, apparently. Yeah, and it says what's strange, however, is that the only room that wasn't burned was Reagan's demonic bedroom. And due to this fact, a priest was asked to come and bless the set in order to put the cast and crew somewhere at, uh, somewhat, sorry, at ease. So that's Jeez. that's really creepy. Can you imagine that? The, the cast must have been like crapping themselves, thinking, "What the hell is going on here?" That is so weird. Yeah, that is so freaky. And I remember yeah. saying to you um, on the last show about my parents when they went to see the movie with priests standing outside. So the fact number 29 is that they were saying some theaters handed out bath bags because people were going in and watching the movies and they were literally vomiting um, from what they were seeing they being they're, repulsed. They're, yeah. They're yeah. And they're horrific. And I heard, remember hearing something like that along those lines at the time. I remember yeah. That. I remember yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, wow. yeah, we move on to number 28 where Linda Blair got bodyguards after the movie was released. Um it says there are plenty of examples of movies that have been deemed offensive to different people. Any film that mm -hmm. has to do with religion typically has to be careful with what they present, which is true. Mm. We all know that. And so with The, the Exorcist, um, there were several sacrilegious acts performed since the movie centered on a girl being possessed by a demon. And mm. uh, some people who saw The Exorcist were so offended that they sent threats to young Linda Blair. Bless her. Mm. Um and since people thought the film glorified Satan, she had to have bodyguards with her at all times for about six months after Jeez. they released the movie. Uh, wasn't she, yeah. she was like 13 years old when she made that, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 13, yeah. I believe. Didn't she do an yeah. amazing job for 13? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let me go on to number 27. So many people linked to uh, the movie to um, that. It, so I'll start again. Many people linked to the movie met tragic ends is what they're saying so you know these cast of, of people have had these crazy things happen to them so um they're saying well it doesn't happen all the time some cast and crew members do pass away while making a movie which we know happened with um various movies i think superman had issues um so what's strange about the exorcist mm. is that the total of nine people's passings are said to be linked to the movie actors jack mc Gowron, I think that's how it's pronounced, and oh, bear with me while I pronounce this one, 
Vasiliki Malirus. Mm. <laughs> Both passed mm. away after filming commenced. But what's what? really weird is... Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, what? wait, wait. What? Yes. They, they I both know. died. Yeah. They said what's truly weird is that both of the characters passed away in the film as well. So not only did they pass away in the movie, then like they, they popped it in real life. That's that's pretty scary. The guy who played the priest? Linda Blair's grandfather. Uh, I, I actually, I don't know if it was somebody who played the priest. It could have been. Uh, Linda Blair's grandfather, Max von Sydow's brother, a mm-hmm. night watchman and a special mm-hmm. effects expert, all also lost their lives during and after the production of The Exorcist. Hang on. Um, I actually have something that is linked to the nine people. Um, ooh. Let's take a, let's take a, uh, let's, uh, let's reminisce for a second. I got about a minute here of this. Let's take a listen. <laughs> okay. She advised me to keep my fingers away from the goddamn cunt. Keep away! The foul is mine! It's Jesus! Fuck you! It's Jesus! Fuck you! Fuck you! Do you know what she did? Your canting daughter! And I ain't a devil. Now kindly undo these straps. It was an excellent day for an exorcism. How long are you planning to stay in Until she rots and lies stinking in the earth. You killed your mother! You left her alone! 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 You left her Wow, and, and the reason why I, I want to put that in there is just, I know this is radio, obviously, uh, you know, you can't show the video, of course, but the power and the depth and the real, that movie was just absolutely, from so many different standpoints, so outstanding in its production quality and, and how it was brought forth compared to a lot of other what do they call B-rated type horror and, and flicks and other movies we've talked about on the show over the past week? Um, yeah, you know, it, it. I mean, when you when you hear it, I mean, I'm sitting here listening to it like like you are, and like our, yeah. our audience is. Um, wow, it kind of brings back how how well that movie was produced. Said the worst in 20 years. Um, and that was in Missouri in 1949. Mm. And apparently, the devil's face apparently appeared on the boy's leg before the voice of St. Michael came out of the boy's mouth telling Satan to leave the boy's body. Uh, that's that's uh, creepy and fascinating. Yeah, these little things have slipped my mind because I remember watching The Exorcist on DVD and they had a load of special features and I'd forgotten it was based on some truth. So mm-hmm. that's, that's really interesting. That's how I remembered it was a boy. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's... Mm. <clears throat> that gives me the creeps. Uh, mm. So... Number 25 is the spider walk scene. Um, it says, by far, one of the most chilling and iconic scenes is when the Reagan does a spider walk down the McNeil home. Even though it's one of the most frightening scenes in the film, it wasn't in the movie. It first 
director William Friedkin apparently didn't like that the wires holding the contortionist could be seen, so he decided to cut the scene altogether. In later hmm. editions of the film, with the help of CGI, the scene was restored with no wires longer visible. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, hmm. I, she definitely needed wires for that scene. I mean, who could do that? I mean, that's that's yeah. woof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Twenty-four. Ellen Burstyn's real screams of pain made it into the movie. Uh, so what? she was doing some, yeah, she, uh, she did some like really harsh screams. She had to for a scene. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And mm-hmm. uh, she had real screams of pain for one of the, the stunts. So it says just as the audiences were screaming when they watched The Exorcist, the characters in the movie were screaming as well. I get so bored I can scream. It looked real because of the lighting on set. So for vomit sequences, a hidden tube was attached to Blair's chin that shot out the thick green slime. Chunky, healthy request, split pea and ham soup. The only places I ever find it is at Walmart. You know, I've lost 40 pounds now and I've lost a lot of it eating this. Cameraman... Uh, no, cameramen. Cam- <laughs> We're camera. also yeah. often suspended. <laughs> I pull in some wires to get the required shots. Oh, my goodness. I need a shot right now, Andy. You got, you oh, got some uh, tequila or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, 18. The poster was inspired by a famous painting. I love that picture that the uh, the uh, <laughs> DVD uh, cover, the, uh, the whole yeah. movie yeah, cover, yeah. That, that, the street light. That's incredible, right? It's, it's uh, iconic. So even if someone hasn't seen The Exorcist, they probably recognize the poster for the movie. The poster shows Max von Sydow's character standing by a streetlight as the light from the McNeil house shines on him. The poster is nothing short of an iconic image, but it was actually inspired by a famous painting. The poster was created by graphic designer Bill Goad, who used the painting The Empire of Lights by René Marguerite as inspiration for The Exorcist poster. The poster is simple, yet it has become one of the most recognized images of the movie. Absolutely. Uh, Number 17, the original teaser trailer was banned in theaters. So The Exorcist has been scaring audiences for years. What's the difference? Started when a teaser trailer was released for the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, the movie release, uh, yeah, creates the impetus of farts. (laughs) People just couldn't help Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, that's enough to scare the crap out of anybody. In the rest. So the <laughs> consisted of the iconic scene of Father Merrin getting out of his cab, followed by flashes of white-faced demon and the demented Reagan. The trailer seems fairly tame by today's standards, but in '73 the trailer was actually pulled from several theaters because people thought it was too scary to be shown. Those people Jeez. were likely, to, yeah, those people. Uh, were likely the ones who had been carried out of the theatre by paramedics when the movie Holy started. Crap. Too. Wow. Wow. Are you, are you listening to this, folks? This is real. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 16. Yeah. One moviegoer sued uh, Warner Brothers. So it's quite known that the exorcist calls people to faint, feel ill, or even lose their lunch in the auditorium. <laughs> but it originally looked very different. The original makeup for the character looked more like a demon than a human, which director William Friedkin didn't like. He wanted the makeup to look like it was the cause of the more self-inflicted injuries. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. 
what she did was all pretty much induced artificially, the turning of the head, the spitting up the green soup, all the, the dialect, the, all the talking was done by this woman who you just spoke of earlier, this actress, this voiceover artist. And so what did she really do to deserve an Academy Award for, for an actress on that? I mean, really, you know, I mean, she, was she yeah. great? It was done very well, but it wasn't because of anything Linda Blair did specifically. No. Right. I mean, she mouthed all the words, even though they came out of somebody else's voice. Yeah. Because they had a, they had a little gun that that spit pea soup in the wrong place, but still, you know. So what what did as an actor is that is that a, an Academy Award performance? Eh, I agree. Mm-hmm. She should not have gotten it. So continue. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. But oh, okay. No, 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 that's cool. That's cool. I appreciate uh-huh. it absolutely. So number nine goes back to the whole vomiting sequence. So 45 years later, it may not be much of a secret that pea soup was used for the vomit sequences in The Exorcist, but it's an interesting one nonetheless. The mixture, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> for the gross mm-hmm. looking green vomit was pea soup and porridge. I'm going to make some split pea soup. Okay, two tablespoons of olive oil and a cup of onions, about one yellow onion. Not just any pea soup was used, however. Anderson's pea soup was the soup of mm. choice for the production. Campbell's mm. soup was apparently tested but didn't have the same effect as the Anderson's brand. This just goes to show that the production used low-tech and, in this case, low-cost effects to make the movie look disgusting. Oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, whether it tastes disgusting, uh, uh, that's probably another story. So, yeah. Let's not judge mm. that one. Uh, number mm-hmm. eight, mm-hmm. Audrey Hepburn and Jane Fonda almost played Reagan's mother. Oh. Whoa. Yes. Actress Ellen Burstein had been acting since the late 50s, which made her an ideal candidate for the role of Reagan's mum in The Exorcist. While she was ultimately cast in the movie, Audrey Hepburn and Jane Fonda were also considered for the role. Given Hepburn and Fonda's reputation in Hollywood, they both would have been great in the role of Chris McNeil. That being said... Burstein brought something special to her performance and was even nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actress in the Leading Role. I wonder what it would have been like with those two. I wonder. My God, you're hearing all these things like Stanley Kubrick could have directed. You know who else? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is really, you know who else would have been great? Father Karras, you know, who would have been amazing, Ooh. I think. Um, in addition, who they probably should have casted for the part, in my opinion. Um um. Elvis? Elvis! <laughs> We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. Elvis, would he make. Would he, would he make because my head is spinning too much. Right Imagine Elvis is Father Karras, man. Elvis! Elvis! And after uh, performing the exorcism, he'd say, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Wouldn't that be cool if Elvis played Father Karras? Thank you very much. And he it dressed would. up like in his, in his sequined you know, outfit and whole thing. Little, you know, yeah. yeah. Wiggling of the hips there and, you know, showed up, you know, <laughs> with his guitar. A little thrust here and there while waving the right cross. Yeah. Caught in a trap. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, you can't walk out. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. You know, I love it. Imagine Elvis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they getting turned on by Elvis, or is that a demonic possession? <laughs> oh, people would have screamed if Elvis just showed up as the father. Call him the priest. Bam, and Elvis shows up. That I'm, I'm seeing an SNL skit, you know. Boom, boom. Yeah, I anyway. think the demon would have surrendered at that point. You probably started. Oh yeah. You know? 
caught in and trapped. <laughs> I'm sorry, what are we down to, like number six or something? Uh, yeah. Number seven, the last seven. But, so there are many mm-hmm. scenes in The Exorcist that are frightening and become iconic moments in the movie. One of these moments was when Reagan sits up in bed and her head twists around 360 degrees. It mm. is truly horrifying scene that many horror films copy to this day. That being said, it is almost, uh, sorry, no, it almost got cut from the movie. So when mm. the novel's writer, William Peter Blatty, saw the scene where Reagan spins her head around, he thought it should be cut from the film. However, thankfully, it ended up in the final cut. Is that it? Mm. Is that the only mm. explanation you can give? Ah, uh, mm. okay, fair enough. Mm. I guess they thought it was really? too scary. So number really? six, Linda Blair made Max von Sydow forget his lines. Mm. Okay. No matter what I would, kind of I would horror movie. Well, yeah, if I was 14 and I saw her, I would have forgotten my lines too. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, Okay. I'm not going to judge you on that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I was 14, don't get me wrong here. Don't get me wrong. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, matter, no matter what kind of horror movie, horror, <laughs> horror movie, mm-hmm. no one has seen. It is still surprising to hear some of the things Linda Blair says in The Exorcist. Granted, Mercedes McCambridge did a lot of the vocal work for the demon, but before McCambridge was brought on board, Blair got to say the obscenities herself. When Max von Sydow first heard Blair go off during the exorcism scene, he apparently forgot his lines because he was so taken aback by what Blair had said after seeing the finished product. It's not hard to see why. Wow. Mm. So she did have wow. to say some stuff. Wow. wow. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. Number five, Jamie Lee Curtis could have played Reagan. Woo. So, mm. while Linda Blair did an amazing job mm. in the role of Reagan McNeil, the role could have gone to Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis is a horror star in her own right, as she starred in the original Halloween by legendary horror director John Carpenter. When Curtis was 13 years old, she was asked to audition for The Exorcist, but her mother said no. Nope, no. Nope. Wow. Her mother is, of course, another horror actress named Janet Lee, who is known of for course. starring alongside Anthony Perkins in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Apparently, horror runs in the family. Yeah, wow. I heard that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know she that. She would have been incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I adore her. God. She's great. Uh, this number is really four. interesting. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm loving mm-hmm. this. Number four. Sound design was a huge part of the filmmaking progress. So, oftentimes, people could underestimate the importance of sound design in a movie. Throughout the film, agitated animals are often heard and mixed with the voice of the demon. In order to get the sound for certain vomit sequences, it's rumoured that Mercedes McCambridge would voluntarily vomit up raw eggs and mushed apples. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. wow. <laughs> voluntarily. Wow. Who likes to voluntarily vomit? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Likewise, in order to get the sound of Reagan's neck snapping, an old leather wallet with credit cards was twisted in front of the microphone. The sound effects for the film came from some unlikely places but they worked perfectly for the horror movie. Number three. The uh-huh. name of the demon is never stated in the movie. One common misconception about the exorcist is that Reagan is actually not possessed by Satan, but another demon called Pazuzu. Since it is never stated in the movie, people often think that Captain Hardy is the devil himself, although this is later revealed to not be the case when Father Caras is skeptical about the demon being Satan. Based on the statue seen in the film and the explanation in the novel, Reagan is indeed possessed by Pazuzu, who is the demon of the wind. Cue fart mm. noises. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
Mindy. Mm. <laughs> and yes. uh, number two. Oh, this is great. Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson were considered for priest roles. Oh, my God. In addition oh, to Elvis. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Several famous actors were passed up when it came to the roles of Reagan and her mother, Chris. But even more famous actors were considered for the roles of the priest. Barbara Carras was played by Jason Miller. However, Jack Nicholson and Gene Hackman were also considered for the role. As for Barbara Merrin, Marlon Brando was considered to play the character. Brando was well-known by 1973, especially after starring in The Godfather, but William Friedkin wouldn't let Warner Brothers hire him since the movie would turn into a Brando movie if he was in it. Well, I can understand that, I guess. And, and would that have been so bad? Well, probably Wait, not, hold, but... hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I know, right? Yeah. yeah. And that brings yeah. us to number one on the list. Linda Blair was scared of the dummy she used, or they used, sorry, for certain scenes. Most people who saw The Exorcist were horrified of both Linda Blair and the dummy they used for certain scenes. As it turns out, so was Blair. And behind the scenes footage of the scene where Reagan turns her head around 360 degrees, Blair explained that she constantly had to sit next to the dummy in the makeup room. When being interviewed about the scene, she admitted that she didn't enjoy the experience of being in the presence. It's probably safe to say that most people wouldn't enjoy the experience either, given how realistic it looks. Uh, so that's all the, 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 the facts. Um, and uh, I'm sure there's probably more out there somewhere that people have right. to share on the internet. But... Um, I I would like mm-hmm. to thank ScreenRant.com for all those amazing facts. Uh, they've helped me out a great deal. And they were certainly insightful. So, um, yeah, this is so much fun going behind the scenes, Andy, right? I like behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. I like behind the scenes. <laughs> we'll pick that up again on uh, on Friday, um, and we'll have some more fun. And it, Friday is the freaky, free-flowing, it's the free-format show, basically. We talk about, I guess that's not much different than anything else we do, but Friday tends to be a little more yeah. zany, a little more risque, a little more free-flowing than the other shows, although they're pretty free-flowing. On their, their, this is unscripted, no agenda. You know, this, this show just goes on how it is. You know, Whatever we talk about at the moment is what we talk about. No rhyme or reason, no agenda, no script. So yeah. uh, welcome to the Andy and Amanda show, folks. We we enjoy doing what we're doing here. We uh, hope you spread the word around and help us get the word out and, and become part of the show anytime we're live by dialing 515-605-9888. And those times are Monday morning. This is all Eastern time zone. Monday we're on at noon and Wednesday at Friday's on at 3 p.m. for about 90 minutes. Sometimes we go um, two hours. So um, we welcome everybody to join the show. Uh, keep it going. We like doing what we do. Hopefully we yes. make a difference and, and entertain how, to whatever degree we do. And I'm Amanda <laughs> Kimball, and that's Amanda Love over there, and we'll let Amanda uh, take us home. This has been a fun show. Man, I like all these facts and figures about The Exorcist and talking movies in general. It's been a lot of fun. We'll keep doing it, okay? So Tony and yeah. Friday. Amanda, yeah. take us home. Okay, my darling. 
So on behalf of Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you again for joining us for another show. And uh, we hope you enjoyed everything that we've shared today. And uh, join us again on Friday for the wonderful madness that is us. And uh, we hope you enjoy yourself. And uh, we look forward to having you join us. So take care, everyone. Okay, have a great week. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye-bye now. Bye. <laughs>